Welcome. Welcome to a place where you will hear from ordinary people who have stepped out in faith and have some extraordinary testimonies to share. My hope is that you will be inspired today, inspired to take your own step or leap of faith, to do that thing, no matter how big or how small you believe God is calling you to do. Your faith may feel as small as a mustard seed right now, or maybe big enough to move mountains. No matter where you are in your faith journey, I am confident that God will meet you right where you are. I'm your host, Trish McCarthy, and I'm so glad you're listening. Hi, and welcome back. Thank you so much for supporting me during my launch and for all of the encouraging words and positive feedback. I truly hope that you are enjoying listening to these testimonies about God's faithfulness and that you are walking away feeling inspired. In this episode, you are going to hear the story about how I got the unique name for my podcast, Chasing Squirrels. And the other voice that you're going to hear is my good friend Tara. She actually interviewed me back in June for her own podcast, Vying for Victory. By the way, her show is really amazing and you should check it out. She interviews people who have experienced victory in the midst of chronic pain and illness. These stories are just unbelievable. And I'm always so inspired and amazed each time I listen. When she interviewed me, I vulnerably shared about my own struggle with depression and anxiety and how I kind of hit an all-time low after a car accident that I was in, which resulted in a major back surgery. And it's episode 13, if, you, if you'd like to listen to it in its entirety. But today, you're just going to hear the very first part of our interview, which is about chasing squirrels. After it aired and I had a chance to listen to it, which I actually put off for a few days because I really hate the sound of my voice, so I didn't want to listen. Uh, but after I did, it was, I was surprised. It was the first time in my whole life that I listened and I didn't hate my voice. And so I got to thinking, well, maybe I should start my own podcast. And here we are now, four months later. And I have. (laughs) Thank you, Tara, so much for being that catalyst. For years, I have been wanting to create a platform for people to share their stories. And I'm just overjoyed that the vision that God gave me is actually now becoming a reality. And with that, here is my Chasing Squirrels testimony. This morning, I was just thinking about one of the stories we first bonded on. I was like, this this lady is legit, is is the story of the squirrels and chasing squirrels. Would you share that story? And it's okay if it's a little long because just it's it's incredible. Sure, absolutely. So I, and I think I'll talk about this. I think we address this later uh, on, but I've struggled with depression and anxiety since I was really young. And this happened about four or five years ago, I guess it was, I was in kind of a funk and feeling down. And so I had decided to go where I love to go to hear. One of the places I love to go to hear the Lord is in nature. So I went to my favorite park and I had my Bible in tow and my journal and set out to go spend some time with him just to, to, to allow him to help me get out of this funk. And so as I parked the car before I went to my bench at the park. I needed to use the restroom. So I walked over to the restroom and as I'm walking, I see this uh, young girl in a, in a car 
with some kids in the back, three small children, and the Holy Spirit, I felt, was telling me, you should stop and ask how she's doing, check on her. I kind of ignored that voice like sometimes we do, so I ignored it, went to the restroom, walked past again, had to walk by her one more time on my way to the car, felt the prompting again. I, I really believed I was supposed to stop, but then I had this other part of, part of me, maybe like, I don't know, the the selfish side of me saying, no, you're, this is your time. You are going to spend time with the Lord. Like <laughs> I need to go spend time with you, God. I don't need whatever this is. Cause it quite frankly, it looked a little messy to me. The, the kids were messy. The mm -hmm. car was messy. She was messy. I had a, a, I had something that God wanted me to do and that was to spend time with him. And so again, I ignored the voice and I got to my car to grab my Bible and actually walk over to the bench. And, and it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, this is what I'm calling you to do. You need to go talk to this woman. And so I stopped and decided to listen and obey finally. And when I turned around, her car was gone. Like it was, I saw, I saw it very far off in the distance. And I don't know, but I think I audibly said, no, stop. Like it, it, that feeling that you get when you know you're supposed to do something and then you don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I didn't, it was a bad feeling. And so I probably cried out, no, stop. And she was pretty far off. I, I wish I knew exactly how far, but it was, I don't know, several, she was way far off. And so when I said stop, I looked up and at that moment, a squirrel came running out of the little wooded area and stopped literally right in front of her car, stood up on its hind legs and just stood there and wouldn't let her pass. And it was this little skinny road that she was on. And so she couldn't, she couldn't go. <laughs> and so literally he answered my prayer and, and had her stop. So I went running over there, kind of flagging her down with my arms and, and uh, saw her brake lights. I was grateful that she stopped, gave me time. That squirrel stood there long enough to give me time to actually go talk to her. So I, uh, just poked my head into her window and I said, I know this might sound crazy, but I really believe the Lord wanted me to just check on you and see if you're okay. And she immediately put her head into her, her hands and started crying and, Oh really? Oh my gosh. And so she pulled off to the, off to the side and we started talking and, uh, she told me the story of how she had slept that night in the park with her kids. She was looking to try to go find a place to stay told me a little bit of, of her story and I have often in the past gone into fix it mode and think that, you know, I need to fix things. And, and I really felt the Lord saying, this is not yours to fix, just listen. And so she told me uh, her situation and I said, I don't know what you need and I don't know that I have what you need, but I know who does. So can we pray? Can I pray with you? And she said, yes, absolutely. So we prayed and after we prayed, I, I felt the Lord just saying, you know, can I take, can I take the kids and get them a meal so that she, she said she needed a, to find a place to stay for the night. And so I offered to take the kids and surprisingly she agreed. She said, I feel a little weird about this because I'm just handing, you know, my kids to a stranger, but she said something in her trusted me. And so she called my phone. She wanted my phone number and called my phone to make sure that I was who like she get a hold of me that I was who I said I was yeah. basically. And that made me feel, I don't know, just confident in her. And so I took the two older children and, and she took the, at the time baby who was two 
almost two and she didn't even have diapers like they were she was needing diapers so anyway I proceeded I took the kids fell in love with them immediately we basically have been in each other's lives ever since uh, I never felt led to give money or try to it's kind of that old story of you teach somebody to fish mm-hmm. instead of giving them a fish like I, I don't feel she ever was looking for handouts or anything we just became friends and she's quite a bit younger than me but we just became friends and she and her family joined us in celebration you know holidays birthday celebrations um, we've just been been in each other's lives but I think that the main thing that I learned that day well two things it's really important to listen to his voice <laughs> And obey when he says obey. That's one thing. The other thing was I went there because I was feeling down and depressed and I wanted to spend time with him. But when my eyes got off of me and my own situation and on on what he really wanted me to do, which was to love on this family, it it changed everything for me. My whole entire perspective and yeah. the the darkness lifted and it was it was just amazing. And then for my family to be able to see and enter into just ministering and loving on this family as well. We did it as a family, we, you know, just em- they've embraced us. We've embraced them just to see everybody, how it's affected the whole family has been yeah. amazing. And the co- for me, the coolest part was not the coolest part, but one cool thing is uh, probably about, I don't know, just a few days before I met her, I, God had reminded me of a blog that I had created probably two years before that. And I have the title of the blog, but I've never, I had never created a blog post or anything. I, for whatever reason, stress paralyzed, I don't know, just not having the confidence. But anyway, I had the title and he had reminded me of it just a few days before I met her. And I felt that prompting, like, you are supposed to do something with this blog. And uh, the title of the blog that I had created two years before I met her in the park was called Chasing Squirrels. (laughs) And it just, it was just amazing to me how God just, the details of our lives and how he orchestrates things and confirms things. And so, and I do still have, I do have the blog, but I've only, I've only done two blog posts. So that's, that's another story for another day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Trying to get over my, uh, fear of something. I don't know. (laughs) But you're doing a lot of other stuff, which I'm doing a lot of other things. But I just love what you said about like, A, how messy it was and how messy it seemed to get involved. And I think that's why sometimes we don't step out in faith, but also the fact that like you went seeking God, but you would have missed what he had for you had you not open your eyes or been open to hearing the, the prompting. And I'm like, how often are we seeking God? And you know, we miss him because we're seeking him. Right, right. Which we're seems... seeking him maybe with our own agenda, possibly, or our own um, expectation of what we think it's going to look like when we seek him instead of being very open and still and observant. Right. These things, they seem like interruptions to us. You know, the, the things that God is doing, oftentimes it's the most beautiful stories of our life. I really hope you enjoyed hearing that testimony about how Uh, Chasing Squirrels got started. And one thing that I was reminded of is how perfect God's timing is. He gave me that idea about seven years ago. And there were times when I would get really frustrated that it wasn't happening uh, the way that I expected it to. I would get frustrated with myself, like, why are you just not doing this? And here we are seven years later, and God has 
turned it into what he wanted and shown me a better platform. At first, I thought it was going to be a blog, and he showed me that this podcast is a much better way for people to actually share their testimonies. We can hear their stories and their own voices. And so I guess seven years is the the number of completion, and here we are seven years later, and I'm just so excited about what God is doing. Um, If you want to go a little bit deeper, I hope you'll tune into the next episode where I expand upon that uh, testimony, and I share a takeaway, a teaching, and a tip based on the testimony that you just heard. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you are enjoying these testimonies and teaching, please subscribe to the Chasing Scrolls podcast and like and share it with a friend. 